one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. All right, welcome back to the show, the Hey Bus Bus Driver podcast. Uh, I am delighted to be joined by an uh, awesome group of transportation professionals that represent uh, one of our state organizations here in Arizona, the Transportation Administrators of Arizona. So I have uh, current president, Mike Adjaman. I have our president-elect, Shannon Weber, and then our awesome treasurer, Tommy Sims, to join, and both Shannon and Tommy have been on the show before so welcome to the three of you and thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your some of you vacations to join the show thank you for having us thank you for having us yeah it's good to be here (laughs) so mike i see you're up uh in looks like the the forest camping is that correct that is correct up in the nice uh i guess they call this the white mountains it's alpine arizona enjoying the nice cool temps it's great was it 70 degrees up there or something? 70 degrees, a little smoke, a few wildfires around, but it's not pressuring us and just enjoying the weather. Have you guys got any, no, rain, any rain up there yet? Not yet. It's trying, but we have not. It's a little dusty dry, but that's okay. Cooler temperatures will win out. Yeah, I think months, I saw a news article, monsoon season starts next week. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, need it. Seems like the whole state's on fire. What's that, Tommy? Twentieth is the official start of it now. Yeah, uh, it used to say three days of the dew point at fifty-five or above. Now they say it's June twentieth through September twentieth. Nice. The state needs it. it here. Yeah, well, we yep. have several fires going on in the state, and our you know thoughts go out to everybody that's dealing with that right now. So, um, you know, I know that uh, Mike, you actually live kind of out in. Uh, that part of Arizona that actually was affected by one of the fires, was it last year or two years ago? Two years ago, two years and ago. got one burning uh, just west of us that's pretty hot. It's one of the bigger ones in the state there on the edge of the uh, uh, reservation there just west of us. So we got another one. We're breathing smoke down in that country again, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're... We, unfortunately, we don't have Transportation uh, Administrators of Arizona, the summer conference that got canceled. We're not going to be able to meet all together, but um, we did make the announcement this week that we will be hosting a virtual conference on the 23rd and 24th of June, so I'm pretty excited about that, and you know, obviously a lot of logistics that we could have to cram into in a week, but... Um, maybe both Mike and Shannon, if you guys can just talk a little bit about what the organization is and, um, you know, kind of how it came to be. I think both of you have probably the most seniority out of the four of us, um, with the experience there. So, 
Um, Mike, if you want to maybe take that lead and talk about, you know, how you got into a transportation and then how you got involved with the organization and kind of been with it for several years now. Awesome. Well, just quickly, of course, 30 years ago in uh, rural Southeast Arizona, I got interested in driving a bus because as a lot of people have CDLs, I had a CDL and driving a bus became a, uh, a knack that was a gift. I loved it. And it, it just became something I, I was passionate about because it just, it came easy to me. I loved doing it. From that, of course, I had an opportunity in a small rural district to become a, an administrator or supervisor, uh, hence getting involved in the late nineties in TAA, uh, with some great mentors from a small district that said, this is where you need to be. They were part of the TAA organization. It was a small organization, mostly of supervisors and, uh, uh, transportation directors, but it was people throughout the state of Arizona, which was awesome because it put all those directors together in one place, usually typically Flagstaff, we'd meet, it was a small group, um, to further our knowledge of the law and the industry as it pertained to Arizona and school busing, transportation in the state of Arizona. So it's, it's and it's just grown and grown from there. So, of course, I've seen a lot of changes in in that small group of just administrators, as it was called, uh, as we started back in the late 90s. So kind of that's where we are now. Awesome. Shannon? Yeah. So I um, I think my first year I attended was 2008. At that time was a administrative support to a transportation director and um, transitioning into a supervisor role the next school year. So um, I think one of the things looking back was, oh, wow, I'm so glad I came here because there really is, right, more than just me. Sometimes we feel a little bit isolated and how do I figure all this out? And what a reassurance to see that there were resources and people who either had the same struggles or to reassure you that you weren't too far off the mark in your efforts in your department. Um, exactly. And, you know, so for sure it's grown. Um, I've seen it grow in membership. I've seen it grow in um, material, right? The, the, the things that we've offered our folks as well as how they're being presented. Um, I think for a while it was, you could count on the exact same thing every single year. And while that's comfortable for people, I think um, in the last, uh, I'm going to say five to seven years over time, we've kind of shaken it up and added some twists that people like. So um, yeah, it's been good to be a part of. I think the first year I attended, I want to say there was just over a hundred mm-hmm. attendees. If, if that's right, yeah. So it's good, good to get to know people too, put names with faces, and realize that we're all kind of um, right in it together. It's not really a competition; it's a collaboration. So that's a good exactly. time to re- refresh and rejuvenate before we go back into our school year grind. Sure. And Tommy. Uh, the first year I went to conference was the 12-13 school year, so it had to be June of 13. Um, I was a route specialist at Litchfield at the time, and uh, I'd been in the admin office for the transportation since the 03-04 school year, so a good 10 years before I was even introduced to what TA was. And from my first year to what we've done the last couple of years, it's just been an incredible change. And watching the collaboration between districts now versus what I remember before I got to TAA, where it felt like it was uh, each district was um, each man for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's, it's such a collaboration. I know if, if I'm 
if I've got questions on something or I'm struggling with something, um, I've been known to call Shannon and sit and talk on the phone with her for hours. And Jason, you and I have had multiple, multiple <laughs> hours of conversations sure. of stuff and just reaching out to my neighbor districts that, you know, we never did before or right. uh, Carol Kodachin up at Kayenta. I can't tell you how many times I've called her in an email and just not even advice, but just um, reassurance and guidance. Um, yeah. Or seeing it through but a different lens, I think. Exactly. Yeah, some, sometimes just hearing it from someone else's perspective, it's like, oh, okay, that's how I can, you know, make this work. Or it's not right for my right. community. Well, and I think those Correct. perspectives are important because, you know, within our state, there are so many different uh, geographical areas, right? We've got high desert, low desert, where we're in the valley. We've got, you know, elevations at six and 7,000 feet up in Flagstaff and beyond that. And so when you start to talk about, you know, the thoughts of air conditioning should be required on the bus because it's hot in Arizona, <laughs> there's areas that don't really need it, right? And so yeah. I think it does help give that perspective. And I, I remember when I came in and I want to say it was the 11-12 school year was my first year. And I remember, you know predominantly this industry for whatever reason seems to be as at least for leaders go you know people that were at, at the time much older than i was right 25 coming into transportation and and to be able to meet people like jeff and see him kind of as this you know bus guru jeff jeff walker be this bus guru you know it was kind of somebody to aspire to and be like wow okay you know he's making a name for himself in this industry and and well respected by you know people that were um, twice as senior. So um, you know, I think it's it's definitely interesting to see how it's grown over the, the at least the ten years that I've been a part of it. But um, you know, it definitely yeah. seems like we're a little bit more educationally focused. We still have a good time, but I definitely have heard of some um, you know some good stories from you know maybe the nineties of uh, some after parties and things like that. That would seem to get down that we don't do anymore. You know, I think it, it's it, fun. Oh, sorry. Tommy, go sorry, Shay. It, it goes into, you know, that collaboration where it, it's and Jake, you mentioned the different areas and geographical areas, but it's just the different entities that are, uh, we all have to con, uh, communicate with, you know, uh, the tribal communities that we don't have here in the Valley, but understanding the different aspects of what each director or department has to take, it's different perspectives that you can take into consideration. I think that's been the biggest for me with TAA is creating those relationships where you can reach out to someone that looks at it from a completely different view, like Shannon said. Sure. Yeah. Even those political yeah. platforms. I mean, every district has a different political, the um, ability, you know, different politics, different community needs, and, and uh, what you say and how you say it is super important. So. Um, I was going to I was going to say it's kind of fun uh, at the beginning of the conference. Right. You've been there a few years, so it's not quite as nervous. And so you get to be a part of it. But um, I, it's fun to see. Right. The young up and coming folks in the industry. And, and, and you either love this work or you hate it. Right. Pretty quickly. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, you either are and, passionate about it or not. Right. <laughs> and so it's fun to see um, some of those things. And I. Um, I remember, Jason, when you first started coming to some of the events and things and like, uh, yeah, he's he's in it. He's got the bug. So <laughs> got it's it. kind yep. of kind of fun to see. Yeah, you've had a ton of growth and, and uh, things like that. And so it's fun to see that, too. So. Well, and, and we talk about TAA growing, um, as Jason said earlier with me. Um, I was there in those more inf informal settings when it was just a, a hundred 
less. I can't even remember being in times maybe only 50, 60 of us there. And it is a lot more informal. And we would get down to business and, and learn and educate and, and stuff. But now, now with uh, the, the uh, up-and-coming people in TAA and the districts getting involved and the state of Arizona and I guess the Western U.S., we see liability and issues and laws and teaching and training and all these things where businesses more up front. We love the social, just as you guys said, but sure. now TAA is an avenue for that business of learning uh -huh. and educating. Yet we still network and do have fun, like you said, but but I think that's the beauty of where TAs come is we truly are helping people understand or educate to go back to their departments to lead, which is what right. we are. We're trying to, to help teach leadership and guidance and all those things wrapped up into it. And that's what's so cool about TAA now. Yeah, Shannon and I were talking about that the other day that TAA is always the that midway summer point of rejuvenation, right? And yes. we go up there mm -hmm. and get rejuvenated and, you know, feel jazzed about starting the new school year and you know, we're even though we're not gonna do it in a in a in person setting, we're gonna do it in a you know, a virtual model. Um, you know, hopefully it'll still have some of the similar vibes that we've done in the past and um, you know, for those people that don't know what TAA is, uh, you know, obviously, like Mike said, it's pre predominantly for administrators, trainers, uh, anybody that really works in the operations side of student transportation. Yes. Now, we do have bus drivers and monitors that come, and um, I think we've had assistant superintendents that have, you know, have come and uh, yep. been you know, participated before, but it's pretty much a four-day conference, so to speak, you know, three and a half days or um, of just nothing but transportation. I think that's what sets us apart from a couple of the other organizations that are in the state in that it's predominantly, it is transportation oriented. The whole thing is transportation focused and, um, you know, we have a good time with a theme typically every year and we, um, you know, have a lot of networking opportunities and, and, um, you know, the social aspect of it to, to get people to talk to each other, but we also do provide a lot of content that is relevant to uh, hot topics in the year. You know, last year, a lot of the talk was MAP21 because we thought that that was a go this January, <laughs> and then it got pushed back two years, but the clearinghouse still rolled out, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a lot that we still need to discuss with that, and, and I think one of the things that I really liked is the a lot of the added support that we received from some of the insurance agencies in the state that have kind of come to the rescue to help kind of get us back center focused of, you know, what the state needs. So um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been, you know, and I, I, I obviously in the, the time that you guys have started, you've seen a climb from 50 to a hundred people. And now we're, you know, pushing 350, you know, Yes. I, I don't see why there's any reason why we couldn't even exceed those numbers here in the next within the next five years. And it's all about how we just figure out how to better support um, ourselves. And I think that the more and more, especially because of COVID, um, that we can come together as an organization and how we support uh, the industry, it gives us a little bit more weight that directors and supervisors and uh, and superintendents really, you know, school leadership looks at us as a formidable entity that has a reputation. Like what is TAA doing? What are they saying? What are they, you know, when it comes to transportation? And I like to see that 
a little bit more as we as we move forward. You know, that collaboration with DPS. I was thinking the other day, why why doesn't why isn't there an opportunity on the school bus advisory board for a state entity or a state organization seat on the board? You know what I mean? We have these districts yes. on there, but why not? Uh, TAA or AAPT or ASBO or somebody to represent one of the state organizations on the board, you know, so. Right. And what I've seen over the... Go ahead, Shannon. No, go. No, you're good. I just think a lot of times what happens is a lot of people have things that they want to share and things that would, um, right, contribute to the success of all ranges of departments, but they either don't because they're not sure or they don't know which platform to use. So I agree with that. If we had a voice from each, uh, from a, a state organization, then there could be a contribution of suggestions that could be vocalized from one of us. Sure. Oh, I agree. What what I've seen over the couple years, the last couple of years, though, and I hear this from other directors, is whenever something comes up, um, for example, the current situation where with the uh, you know COVID nineteen stuff, um, superintendents are looking at transportation with well, what is your group of uh, other directors around the state saying? What mm-hmm. is what is your your peers, you know, saying from TAA? What is this? And I think that's what we have built over the last ten to fifteen years in the organization is that talk where people know who we are now, and and upper administration that doesn't come to our conferences. Yeah, we've had a few assistant suits come and superintendents. They absolutely love it. But they're hearing, you know, TAA is tackling this. They're doing this. What is TAA saying? What is their recommendation? Right. What are your peers saying? And I think that reputation that TAA has gotten uh, is something we can continue to just build upon. And the fact that we're now looking at other ways to do that without our physical conference for you know three and a half days in Flagstaff with the virtual, I think that's what we're we're able to do is is get our name out there. And we're becoming very um, respected among those that are in our industry, but we're still within the school district itself. Yeah. And I've got a, right. some good feedback from, you know, these two now leader, leader transportation leader forums that we've hosted the last couple Fridays, um, right. you know, just about, this is something that should go on even after all of this. Right. And I'm thinking something. Yeah. For a, just ongoing, yeah, even for month, just yes. ongoing issues, yeah. not just emergencies, but yeah, the, um, the, the forum has been really positive, I think. And, and then they can go back to a place, the TAA website or links or communication and share with their neighbors. Right. Right. Well, and we all know at conference, we, we see each other, we know who each other is. And then we come back down the mountain, as we call it for, you know, those yeah. that are in the Valley, we come back down the mountain and we get back into our district and we'll reach out to those that we, we know, you know, I'll reach out to the Shannon, I'll reach out to Jason every once in a while. I'll call Mike for something. It's usually just a rasm for anything, <laughs> but you know, with the, with the forum though, you know, um, there's been about five or six directors that I know and I've met and I've talked with, but I've never really reached out, but seeing them on the forum, it's like, Oh yeah, he's over here now or she's over here. That oh, was a good cool. idea. And, and I can see more of them now and it's more input coming in. I love the idea of the forum once a month, once every other month, just a quick, you know, half hour, hour meeting. That was, that was an awesome idea. I love it. So I heard from a smaller district in Pinal County recently who I used to neighbor with, and he was so uh, relieved to hear about it and to be welcomed to participate, just kind of struggling with decisions as his superintendent pursued, um, right, answers from him in the industry. So it's nice to sure. have the uh, platform to help people 
learn. We all been there. We've all been in the place where it's like, oh my gosh, this is way bigger than me. <laughs> I feel well, that way. And now. I think these little ones started with what TAA created and what, what we kind of looked at for our mission, and what it was going to be as well. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, Super excited to be a part of it. Well, well, the best thing with all of this that I see as, as, and I'm going to, I'm going to label myself there. I don't, I think of myself as a youngster still, but as the older TA gentle generation <laughs> and, and everybody will always agree that Mike is not uh, computer or media savvy or any of that. Um, so TA conference, the annual conference of socializing uh, in maybe in a, in a educational or in a, in a platform to teach or whatever for me is right up my alley to, to podcast, to virtual conference, to do those things, it puts me out of the box. But being one of those older generation people in the last since March, we have seen so many changes. And now this ongoing education and mm -hmm. online forums that we've seen left and right as transportation uh, directors, administrators, this is awesome. And we're talking, there's an avenue, and all of you have said this, every week, every month, there's something that we can see and learn or listen to. That is, a, that's what we need, not just once a year at the conference. So right. the direction that TAA is going with the very thing you're discussing, this is awesome for people. I, I'm just reiterating what you've already said, but yeah, this is the way to go. Yeah. And I, I agree to that. I think from the people that I've talked to, it's really about getting everybody together. And I, I feel for all of those that are in rural areas, you know, we've got our entire state represented by our, our region reps, but, you know, they put in a lot of time to travel to the Valley to have, you know, a, a meeting once a month. And that takes them out of their, you know, their organization for the day. They can't drive. And um, I think that, you know, by being able to get them into a virtual setting, where they don't have to, and, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to take the the in-person feel away. I think there's a, you know, there's something that social-emotional need that all of us need, right? Where, and I think we've all been sure. really feeling that over the last three months that, man, I'm really missing the, the co-workers that I have or the colleagues that I have and being able to, you know, even if it is going to be bumping elbows going forward, you know, just that social-emotional right. piece to, um, you know, see other people that are, like-minded so um you know i'm awesome. excited for you know we've been building the website continually building the website to have more and more content up there we've got the youtube channel that's uh you know we've been playing around with to be able to you know i think tommy went live did you go t live in the last meeting tommy uh, we didn't go live uh, because i wasn't the host because i wasn't in town but the next meeting that we have because i think next wednesday the 17th um, as hosting here in the office, I will be able to go live with, Got it. so they can see actual as we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, and I, th and I think that was one of the things that we really heard from our members this past year was that you know we they wanted some more transparency and to, and to be able to have a reason to come back to the website, not just to register and see a conference agenda, but to have a purpose, right? And so, um, you know, obviously we're all volunteers. We don't get paid to run this organization or to be a part of it. Um, but you know, so we try and work within our budget constraints to be able to provide them the stuff that they're asking for. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to grow it. And I've got, uh, I, I'm working on an online forum that, 
uh, hoping, hoping to present to the TAA board here during our summer retreat that I think you guys will like. Um, that will hopefully give everybody another opportunity to post questions and have discussion kind of in an wow. online format. Fantastic. Board. So it's going to yeah. be, I'm pretty excited about it. I know Shannon and Tommy have seen it. Mm -hmm. They, uh, yeah, pretty I, cool. got some positive feedback from it, but, um, get the sneak peek. This is an online opportunity. And even some in a confident, it's confidential. It can be confidential, even though it's online. So if you have sensitive, sure. uh, questions or concerns, questions. they can be posed right. there also in a confidential way, which we want to continue to be, right? Just an organization of integrity as we are. Yep. Awesome. So what's the, such, uh, such, ex yeah. such exciting things. <laughs> oh, we're just growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah. So, so Mike, over the, over the years, what's been some of your standout, uh, themes or events that, uh, that TA has hosted at least maybe on a, whether it's been a keynote speaker or, um, some sort of social event that, uh, we've put together. Well, first, first on the, on the material presented at conference, from year to year, our keynotes, our presenters, the state organizations are always top notch. And I honestly don't know if I've had a keynote that's stood out more than the others. I've had a few that I remember some catchphrases and things like that. Um, but they're always exciting, um, interesting, educational, informative. I've loved all that. I've loved some of the themes we've had. Uh, I was just kind of thinking back the other day about how we brought in a, a, I think we had a, a cowboy theme or a country western theme. I can't even remember the title of the theme, but we brought in a, a, a one of those uh, bucking machines into the into the dinner <laughs> session that night, yeah. and people loved it because we are, you know, transportation is business, but then to be able that, to, to let down just a little, have some fun, we've had some yeah, awesome that was, superheroes, uh, superheroes that one, last year was a the, the bull riding. Bull the riding, bull riding yeah, was, was Jeff Walker's that, last year, and that year we yes. had to talk him out of, uh, no, Jeff, you can't have a petting zoo, um, yeah, which is yeah. not surprising from Walker. But yeah, that was one of the best years was the bull riding, and I thought Superhero was absolutely oh, amazing. I, I was still amazing hear people year. talk about it. The math, I was just cleaning out through my office. I found my backpack with the cape um, nice. that we did that year. That was a fun year that we had with the superheroes i think that's one that got the most praise from a lot of our members right. nice right and so one of the things i think i love too is is like the superhero comes to mind because people um will take that back and they all of a sudden are theming their school year with their transportation team based on our conference theme or suggestions um right, right? and so they can do they you know that nobody has to reinvent the wheel nice um, yep. and they're you know they're coming back and they're creating some momentum and morale throughout the year and um, based on what we've, you know, suggested or been successful with. So that's a lot of fun. Did the well, and I think, Shannon, a lot of that is because we're not, our industry is not just looked anymore as, oh, you drive the bus, you bring them to school, you take them home. Right. Um, our industry has changed so much. We are these social emotional learners that they first meet every morning right. and every afternoon. We've become mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, shoe tire, nose blower, ponytail putter upper, the confidant mm -hmm. ones they can talk to. We have, our industry is just involved so much within a school district. We don't just drive the bus, go clean in the school and then drive the bus and take them all home again. We become such a part of that district itself that that morale is integral. Yeah. Absolutely. Well I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah. Well said. 
Yeah, well, and the other thing, back to the conference of, along with all those titles and things you just said, Tommy, is the conference with the social part and the learning part, it offers something for everybody in the industry. And I think that's where the conference has been been so fun when we look at themes and different things like that is it offers something for everybody yeah i, mean, I, I think that- and i love the fact that we're not just you know the title of our organized transportation administrators of arizona i love that we encompass every piece of it yes. trainers um uh testers uh route specialists uh monitors every piece of it is what makes our industry successful in each district and I love that we've been able to pull every piece of it in to offer something for everyone, mechanics especially, because yeah, they're the sure. ones keeping them on the road moving. Yeah. Well, and we as yeah. administrators know better than anyone that often we're wearing all of those hats frequently. Sure. <laughs> right. So what um, What a fantastic, fan, sorry, fantastic team idea. I mean, we're a team. You know, or a family. I love that because that's what we are. I mean, I had the opportunity years ago uh, with Shannon to to speak to a small group, and you know about mm-hmm. you know we're only as strong as our weakest link, and that's that's one thing TA is doing is we're we're a family, we're a team, and we're we're trying to like everybody just said we're we're offering something for everybody, but you're not alone. I think that's the best thing about this, and with all this ongoing right. education forums and podcasts and stuff moving towards this virtual conference. You're not alone. We're not leaving you hanging out there in these crazy times. TAA is still there to help you along, and, and that's so cool. Yeah, very. I yeah. I think that uh, you know it's we're only growing, and I and and I would honestly say, I mean, once we if we nail this virtually virtual conference thing, you know, how can we how can we broadcast the actual <laughs> conference in some you know where people who can't attend can still get something out of it. Um, you know, that might be something that we, yeah, you know, I think there will. Continue. Yeah. I think if it goes well and I'm sure that it will, um, it will be, there will be a hope and an, an expectation for us to have a dual platform for sure. Sure. Going forward. Oh, yeah. Cool. So we're the, yeah, we're Tuesday the, afternoon and the featured speaker will be on YouTube at da 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 on the future conference. <laughs> what a way to move. That's, That's right. awesome. <laughs> right. So right. Mike, do you know like where the, where the volleyball um, tournament came in and Pete Perkins and um, how that came to, did that start with the event or um, did that come later as, you know, somewhere around the time that you joined? If I can remember no, I correctly, can... the, the, the golf was the first thing. Is that correct, Shannon? Yeah, I, I think, well, volleyball was there before me, but I don't think it was there very long before me. If I'm not mistaken, 2006, is when volleyball started and then Mike oh, Ivan yes. comes to mind like I he used to be with McCandless which is now our WC when it was much smaller and I feel like for some reason he was part of that whole volleyball like um startup but I don't know the details I wish I did yeah and the golf the golf on Monday midday was a, a little short scramble kind of get together and you know, it was the social side of it. And then you started moving on into business on Monday evening. And then, of course, Tuesday morning, we were learning. And then uh, Shannon's right with that volleyball. I remember it, it starting and, and it, it is uh, just a part of it now. The sure. tournament's a part mm-hmm. of it. And it's it's just that networking, that family, getting to know each other. And, of course, it's like what, what we've tried to do with many other I call them mixers where you are paired or partnered with somebody in the industry you don't know. And what greater 
way to know and learn of people in the industry from maybe across the state. Right. It's a perfect networking and mixing tool that DAA provides with the, you know, with the volleyball tournament, with, uh, we've had some cornhole tournaments. Oh, well. We Pinewood Derby the other <laughs> year was amazing. Yes. Yeah, I think the, I've, the cornhole tournaments were absolutely fantastic and so popular with everyone over the last couple of years, especially for the, the networking because they were paired up with someone they didn't know. For sure. And exactly. mm-hmm. I think that important. was huge. Yeah, well, I agree. Had, I remember what was the first year we had like 30 people that played, and then the next year it was like 90 people. It was, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of work to, to go in and, and facilitate that, but I think that's the level of commitment that the board has and that the people that are running TAA have to the membership to provide, you know, as much of a seamless, um, you know, experience as possible. And I, and I'm, you know, we all know that, uh, got some of our hiccups and people that, you know, see those hiccups and probably have something to say about it, but 90% of them wouldn't know any different. And I think especially for, you know, I'd like to see us maybe try and figure out how to, reach our first time attendees a little bit better and have something for them mm-hmm. that, you know, gets them all together and shares the experience and says, Hey, this is what it's going to be. And I think that's, that's something that ASBO does pretty good um, from the, in their Tucson conference, they bring everybody together as a, you know, the first time attendees to kind of say, Hey, get involved. This is what it looks like, etc. cetera. Um, you know, and then, and then just encourage that networking and, and don't go hide in your room, right? You're up here for a reason and right. have a good time. Right. So. And I would say for those who um, have concerns and, you know, change is hard, right? Change is hard for all of us, but it, it the conference has evolved and the growth doesn't allow us to conduct it or host it like it was mm-hmm. back in the early days or good old days or however we want to label that. But those folks are more than welcome to, Right, jump on board and assist and support the new model. Um, also, just like there's no, there's really no way to go back. So we have to embrace <laughs> it. And it many hands make light work. So, Agreed. right, the more people, like Jason said, who are committed and excited about it, the bigger and better we can become. Sure. Nice. So, uh, good, good conversation here. Um, <laughs> So talk to me a little bit about the vendor show and how, you know, how that kind of came to be. Was that always part of, um, you know, Mike, when there was about a hundred, did you guys only have like the th- made the big three vendors or two vendors that were out there kind of supporting the organization? Correct. And then at what point did it really exponentially take off to turn into a, you know, an afternoon of, of vendors and, and meet and <laughs> greet? Well, that, that is so correct. We started out small and, and the big three uh, would help and contribute a ton, but the vendor show has grown and I'm, I don't even want to put a date on it. How many years now, but that is a major key to the Wednesday. Uh, and for those vendors to network with all those people from the state. And, and I don't, like I said, I don't have an, a date on it. I want to say that it seemed like when we moved over to high country and we had a little more space as far as outdoor. It seemed like the vendors really jumped on board trying to bring new product and have walk through sessions for, for people from districts and the vendor show just that Wednesday afternoon just got huge and it allowed TAA to do many things too, like voting and, and, uh, 
having our our table in the vendor show and things like that. But as far as the date, it seems like it was when we really moved over towards high country. Um, and then the beauty of it, we didn't really lose anything going back to Little America because their venues changed so much to incorporate it. But those, right. I, I'm sure if I was to speak for those vendors, they love the opportunity to bring in their staff and their salespeople. And it's awesome because as as all these members from from the conference are there statewide, they're seeing their regional salesman or the director of one of the major vendor uh, bus companies. And it's there again, it's just family feel and, and great networking. Yeah. And I think it's a, a, I have fun with them outside of the conference, you know, just that social piece either, you know, a lot of them participate in the Monday night social, social time and Tuesday night social time that, you know, it is nice and they're not just flying in for, you know, Wednesday for the show and setting up a booth and then leaving, Correct. Um, you know, a lot of those state, the state guy in state people stay for the majority of the conference and are in and out of the classes and, and doing that networking. So it's nice to, nice to know that they're humans, right? They're not just sales, you know, scummy sales guys <laughs> trying to just you know, well. make a buck and come in They're You know, they, they actually these are friendships that we form and, and, you know, look forward to sure. seeing them. forever. Yes, right, exactly. And I think beyond their role yeah. as salespeople, they are committed to safe student transportation in Arizona too. So, you yes. know, I know they, there's a sales piece, but as you say, Jason, they're, they're there and they're um, continuing through the conference and they're staying when they don't have to. And that is to forge those relationships. Yep. Yes. So I had oh. this, I had this idea about uh, a conference coming up or a conference theme what do you guys think about if we weren't in flagstaff and we did some sort of like summer camp and did like camp tonazona or something and <laughs> we had like a whole adult themed summer camp what do you think about that right. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun you know like you could be we could be camp counselors Based on our expertise, instead of you know, rotate to camp house dispatch for your, <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah, I, don't, I like it. I was watching a TV show that had like, I, there's some TV show that's a camp for adults or something like that, and so it's like a you know week long summer camp that people go to and you know be a kid all over again. I was just thinking, hey, that'd be kind of cool if we didn't have to be in Flagstaff and we, you know, could figure that out. It might be a a cool theme did uh was ta always in flagstaff i mean has it ever traveled from uh other parts of the state and how did they settle on flagstaff does anybody know well, it's been in flagstaff excuse me flagstaff since i started attending i think for the the biggest reason probably because it's a break from the heat um you can bring people together outdoors without sure you know it being so warm but it, uh, to my knowledge it's always been there yeah yeah, it's always always been there, and and the beauty of Flagstaff again with getting out of the heat, and then it it helps. Uh, I don't know if the word is facilitates, but it helps bring our northern districts to the conference uh, as well. I don't know if Flagstaff is easy to say centrally located because we think a Phoenix is centrally located, but when you think of a <laughs> of a city with the correct size venue and out of the heat, and then it helps the north who travel all the time right. as transportation directors, it, it helps us. And it just seems, and, and I'm just kind of maybe tooting the, uh, the horn of the North a little bit, but it seems like they attend the conference well. And then mm -hmm. the dedication of our Southern uh, districts 
who want to get out of the heat attend the conference well. And it's just, it's been a great place. The only year I know that the conference uh, didn't, wasn't at Flagstaff was, uh, and, and I don't recall the exact year, but, but uh, school districts took a financial cut. And, mm-hmm. and we 2008. This, yes, we had this same uh, kind of crisis year or, or crazy year like we've had right now the past few months. And we settled on a valley location and, and did just a, a, a couple of day conference. Um, and it was well attended. But other than that, it's always traditionally been at Flagstaff. And, and like Jason said earlier, it's kind of that people look for it as a as a break and then a rejuvenate and then break out and get back to your districts with all these new ideas. So right. it's always worked well. All right. So, Tommy, can you talk to a little bit about what uh, your keynote with Megan Duplain is going to be a little bit about on Tuesday? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Megan Duplain is our executive director of student services for Litchfield Elementary School District. And our district has committed to a resource called Conscious Discipline. And it's huge on social emotional learning for not only students, but staff itself. And it's it revolves around unity and, and the acknowledgement that you are a family. Um, and so our keynote is going to be basically about that. Is how to unite uh, a department and come together to create that, that bond within your department or your school district itself um, with social emotional learning for adults um, and, and what it can look like uh, when, it, when it's practiced. And, and how to get yeah. it started because it's always tough. Um, we all know in, in our industry and as adults, change is not the easiest thing in the world. Look what's been going on with us the last couple of months. This right. change has not been easy. Um, but what conscious discipline does, it, it creates that mindset of bringing out who you truly are, but acknowledging everyone and everything else around you uh, to get the job done. So that's what a lot of it's going to be is that mental health for an adult in your department and bring it together to unify and then Megan, nice. do, um, she may do a second class if it still works in on social emotional learning for students and youth mental health and how that comes together uh, for our students and what we can look at. So it's going to be awesome. Um, it's my and timely. Yes. Our, my yeah. department has been practicing. Our district's been in conscious for five years. Um, and my department is on year three. And last year was the biggest year that we saw the improvement of what we've created in the background when something comes up, how to handle it as a group. Um, we had a few instances this year where if we hadn't had that unity between us where everyone is equal, no one's better than anyone else, uh, nice. we're acknowledging everyone else's feelings. Uh, one certain incident this year in my district, if we didn't have that, I wouldn't have 75% of the student transporters I still do. Um, okay. And it was because of that unity and, and leaning on each other and building each other up that I think has gotten us through such a rough year for my district yeah. and, that, uh, and in my that department. Was a, so, that was a big one. So Yeah, it was huge. And we still feel the effects, you know, um, six months later. Um, but that's what our keynote is on, is how to create that unity and how to create that one bond um, in your department where it's your one group. You're not... 65 individual people uh, trying to get attention or trying to show out the other. It's you're one group doing the same thing and how to create that unity. And it is, I am a believer. I, as I told my boss, Megan, I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm all in. <laughs> I get it. Because I like I it. See it. Nice. I see it. I have seen it in a department of a hundred people. 
Um, and I was a huge skeptic at first of everything. And this isn't going to work. This is that new touchy feely stuff. And that's <laughs> not what it is. It is, I've become, I've seen my inside and what I need to put out. And it's what my department has seen. And that's what Megan and I are bringing in our keynote is how to create that unity and, and what it's going to take from you first that you spread out to everyone else. Nice. 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 Exciting. So, yeah, I that think, is. I think it, to it Shannon's is. point, it is timely. I, you know, I, I see it. And I haven't really had a whole lot of time to um, connect with our staff now that they're off, uh, off contract. But you know, that is going to be a lot of, a lot of doubt and a lot of worry and a lot of just skeptic mm. skepticism mm-hmm. of can't social distance kids on a bus and you can't expect them to wear a mask. You can't expect, you know, all this stuff that they're going to be, you know, saying. And I think when, when we talk about that unity and the team building and I, Shannon and I've talked about this about, I think our word is going to be fluid and patient. And those are, you know, a couple of things that just, you know, we're here for one reason and that's transporting the kids. And so we know that there's going to be a lot of things that look, different there's going to be a lot of things that we're temporarily going to be required to do and it's a you know hopefully a temporary solution to you know kind of combating the spread of coronavirus and you know there's i I, i'm hopeful that everybody returns but i'm also uh i guess a cynic at times in that I would expect probably a good, you know, some of our, our people to say this isn't for me or I just don't want to deal with it, you know? So are you guys, it's going to be important to keep, to keep just as a, just statewide, even just to keep people as informed as possible. Right. And we have to lead the way with our, we have to reassure them. Here's what we know and here's what we can do with it. And then just not, lose sight of the fact that they need to feel valued, even though our focus is on so many compliance pieces. Well said. Correct. I like that. Well, we're about uh, 45 minutes. That went pretty fast. So um, maybe just give you guys uh, each one of you. Mike, as president of TAA, you have any final thoughts that you'd like to just share with the members or the listeners just about you know, kind of some thoughts that you might have had in, in this uh, six months of your being president, <laughs> but you'd like to kind of see the direction of things go for the the next year. And then Shannon, I'll have you follow it up. Just, just real quick. Um, as, as anybody who's known me, um, I've always had a love for TAA and been always passionate about the organization. Um, just and, and everything we've said, the networking, the, the learning, all of that. Um, I have seen recently um, and, and almost maybe I don't even know if I want to use the word overwhelmed, but it's just like, wow, this is not where I thought I would be most helpful as a president with with COVID hitting and, and the situation of the state and the country, I, it just was not what I thought. I thought I was going to get to roll up my sleeves and, and, and uh, do a lot of social networking, you know, at the conference and, and uh, pass along what this great TAA board does. Uh, there's, cause there's so many talented people that help contribute from the board. And, and it's just, I definitely have seen that TAA um, has, has uh, changed a little bit um, that mostly in, in the words of not having the, the conference this summer, but 
with that, I've seen so many people from the board step up and show the state all these other avenues of we're still here. And I think that is, uh, again, with my passion for TAA is just that's that's where we are. That's what we do for the state. And that and, and along with the talented people on the board, I hope we never lose. And, and that's what I love about TAA. Awesome. Shannon. Yeah. Oh, so I always, um, so when I first started in this organization, it was like one day I'm going to be president. <laughs> so, um, and then when it was, you know, when, when you're faced with the opportunity, it's like, oh, maybe I'm not ready. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, and, um, of course, you know, it's one of the biggest things is really just taking care of right? Your peers and your colleagues. And sometimes that's yes. more pressure than taking care of strangers. So, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but I do think it has to continue to be progressive and we have to continue to grow in our collaboration. And then we have to continue to focus on specialty areas in different ways. And, and, you know, our dispatchers and our trainers and our well said. Um, monitors and even equipment changes and things like that. And not that we're not doing that now, but I think we can, we can do bigger things in those in those, you know, formats, um, students, we can't forget the student piece. Like we got to talk about student management and what that looks like. And, um, and just close some gaps between districts who maybe don't work together because I think everybody has something to contribute. So hopefully right. I can just, uh, you know, uh, keep it going forward and hand it off, um, in a great place as it has been handed off to us. Yep. Tommy. Nice. Final thoughts. The final thoughts is um, I just love seeing where this organization is going from where it has been and how it keeps continuing to evolve. I'm a big a proponent of you never stop learning. And I think TAA has taken that on also. We never stop learning. We've right. talked for years about we've got to you know expand this, take it higher. And it's always been talk. And I think the current situation we're in now has forced us to take that next step. And once we have with the virtual and um, you know, the online, the YouTube channels. I think once we're seeing it now, we're ready to just um, take it in a marathon and not a sprint and keep going. And I love seeing how TAA is building that next generation because, you know, Mike said earlier, he thinks of himself as a younger one. But, um, <laughs> and I, I got to chuckle out of that. You know, I absolutely adore you, Mike. But the next generation after us has got to take it on. You know, we're not yeah. going to mm -hmm. forever. I'm already looking at my retirement. Right. So who's going to take over for us as this starts going? And I love that we have that opportunity that we're expanding on of grooming the next generation to take student transportation to the next level where we're not a second thought in districts. We are a part of the planning process. And I think TAA is what is creating that uh, confidence in our directors and our members to go back to to have those situations in their district that's what i'm excited for in this um this, this whole group that we're in right now and i just see it blowing up in 20 25 years from now i want to come back to a conference and say holy cow look where it has gone from where we started in 2010 that's what i'm excited for awesome. and i awesome. and, and I'll, I'll just add to that as being the outgoing past president um of taa you know, I want to commend every all of the board members that come together and, um, you know, put their personal time into this. And I, I know, I, I don't think that we share enough of the legwork that goes into put on, 
you know, roughly a hundred thousand dollar conference for the summer and how, you know, how we support the industry. Um, there's so much work that goes into it. And, and, you know, I think that it's exciting to see the group grow. I, I, you know, I, we've talked about that in the past of how much we want to see it continue to grow and how do we, how do we do that outreach? But I would also encourage people that, you know, might, not necessarily know how to get involved, but want to be a part of that, right? That have the passion and want to want to know how they can be involved more. Reach out to us, right? Visit our website. Go, you know, email us. Figure out what you can do. I'm sure that we could find a spot for you to, to volunteer, um, even if it's not necessarily giving you, you know, a, a voting seat or being a region rep or anything like that. We can always use extra help. Even to shadow. Yeah, yeah shadow. See, yes. put your toe in the water. No, you don't have to commit. Yeah. Right. And I think right. to to just see what it is and see the legwork, the amount of legwork that goes in. And sure, yeah, you know, from August to roughly April, we're kind you know, I'd say March, we're, you know, fairly dorm. We're still planning. We still have things going on. But the amount of work that goes in from April to June, typically June 21st, you know, right in there is a lot of work. And then for those of us that are running the, the conference, you know, I mean, it's not that we're being rude or trying to snub you, but there's so many things that work in the background so that we can make sure that uh, everything's going seamless for our members and the event that's taking place. So, um, you know, I, I'm again, I think we're all we all share the same feeling of sadness that we're not going to be able to be physically um, seeing each other in Flagstaff. But the hopefully the virtual feel and that you know face to face time virtually will be able to kind of give it as much of a feel as possible. So excited to see what it looks like and you know to the group bear with us and hopefully we don't have too many technical difficulties that day. But uh, still working on it and and with you know again like I said get involved get you know connect with us on our Facebook page connect with us via email talk to us right we don't we are representing you and want to know you know we think that we know what you guys want but until you voice it and say it to us and and you know speak to us we can't represent you a hundred percent if we don't know what your thoughts are um you know so again i think the youtube videos are the 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 recordings of our meetings are going to help people kind of understand the legwork that goes into this but at the same time um, you know, we can't we can't just do it continuously with 15 people. We we need some more support. We want to see people step up. We want to see people get involved, and you know, continue to make it exciting uh, for the next you know foreseeable future. So, well said. And we're getting there. Yeah, we're de- we're definitely yeah, getting we there, and I'm excited to you know to see it grow. I'm excited to you know hopefully hopefully get us back to Flagstaff next year and uh yes. see what that looks like so again i thank you guys for your time and um mike thanks for taking time on your vacation and tommy <laughs> i think you're probably on your way headed home from work right uh getting there yeah <laughs> starting to pack stuff up yeah. <laughs> nice and, and shannon thanks for joining again uh to the of course to the podcast so i uh, appreciate everybody stopping in and listening and um, you know, share share with us what your thoughts are on uh, our Hey Bus Driver podcast, social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn for the professionals. Uh, check out the website, www.heybusdriver.com. 
And until next time, we will talk to you guys soon. Be safe and enjoy your summer vacation. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Hey Bus Driver. Thanks for being part of our community. If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off.